Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister, Jody. Hello. Okay, so I am uh, a little unprepared. So we're going to do some hashtags from Jimmy Fallon again. And these are describe a movie badly. Okay. And then you're going to have to try and guess what movie they're talking about. Okay. Okay, so first one. A deadbeat dad tries to reconnect with his kids. Uh, I don't know that one. Star Wars. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, these are describing them badly. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Sleep with Brad Pitt. Bucket list done. Throw self off cliff. Oh, duh. <laughs> Uh, I can't remember what the name of it is. Thelma and Louise. Thelma and Louise, yes. Okay, next one. Unsupervised children sit down to a meal prepared by their dog. You will not get this one. Okay. A Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Oh. (laughs) Which is hilarious. Snoopy made them Thanksgiving dinner, I'm assuming. Uh, You can't really say anything about this film. Which I don't think you've seen this, so you probably won't get it. Oh. It's Fight Club. Oh, yeah. First rule of Fight Club, you can't talk about Fight Club. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Okay, Tom Hanks takes the social distancing to the extreme. Is that, um... Why can't I remember any freaking (laughs) titles to movies? Um... Takes social distancing to the extreme. It's not Forrest Gump, is it? No, it's Castaway. Cast away. <laughs> That's the one I was thinking oh. of. I don't know why I said Forrest Gump. All right. Woman fakes orgasm during lunch at Cat's Deli, leads former rideshare driver to fall in love with her. Yeah, I know what that one is too, but I don't know the title. Of when it. Harry Met Sally. Yes. <laughs> I'm horrible at this. I should probably be reading them and you should be guessing. <laughs> A woman accidentally causes a deadly ice age and in response makes herself a cool dress instead of saving humanity. You probably haven't seen this one either. It's Frozen. Have you seen Frozen? Yeah, I've seen Frozen. (laughs) Next one. High school musical, but they're 30. (laughs) That's Grace. Oh. Um, I've never seen that one, so. I thought I was going to be better at this. A family teaches their son to run slower at track meets. Run slower at track meets? Yeah. Superman? The Incredibles. Oh. A bald guy teams up with another bald guy to fight another bald guy. (laughs) (laughs) That's the Fast and the Furious. Oh. I didn't really get into those movies. I didn't either. Wife gets murdered and husband races across the ocean to save his abducted son. It's got to be a Liam Neeson. No, he races across the ocean. Well, I guess I see where you get that. But it's Finding Nemo. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Zoo outing takes historically bad turn. That's Jurassic Park. Okay. Two parents pick a favorite child, leave each other, and never speak again. That's Parent Trap. I don't get that one. A reclusive guy kidnaps some hot girl's dad until she agrees to go out with him. What? Hold on. Let me think. Have I seen the movie? Yes. A reclusive guy kidnaps some hot girl's dad until she agrees to go out with him. Oh, no. Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so funny. Um, I'm thinking, I keep forgetting cartoons. Yeah. Whenever you do it, I'm thinking of a movie. Yeah. You know, not a animated thing. A middle-aged man commits identity theft. The Santa Claus. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Okay, here's a one that we've already had, but described differently. A mom, dad, and their three kids play an intense game of dress-up. That's The Incredibles again. Mm. 
um, mean German guy takes over a tall building, kills a few people, and then falls out the window. That's a movie that you've definitely seen. Die Hard? Yes. <laughs> I got one right. Oh, my God. <laughs> You'll get this one. A kid with a bowl cut fights a man with no nose, and the ginger gets the girl. <laughs> Oh, is it Harry Potter? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Same movie, but three kids play magic chess for a stone. Oh, that would have been easy. Yeah. Girl successfully catfished Prince. Cinderella. Okay. A veteran hangs out at a bus stop. (laughs) Is that Forrest Gump? Yeah. <laughs> uh, family's first Airbnb experience goes very wrong. Is that a horror movie? Mm-hmm. Um, Jack Nicholson? Oh, that's shiny. Yep. <laughs> Girl ruins her sister's chance to be on TV. <laughs> The Hunger Games. Oh, my God. (laughs) Stupid. A group spends nine hours returning jewelry. (laughs) The Lord of the Rings. I'm bad at this. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) An old lady talking about some good D she got on a cruise once. (laughs) Good what? Good D. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Leonardo's hot. <laughs> Daddy issues in space. That's, That's yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. Woman willing to kill each other over a pair of shoes. Women willing to kill each other over a pair of shoes. I don't know. Wizard of Oz. Oh. <laughs> Change everything about yourself to make a dude like and accept you. Grease. Kind of true. Lots of movies like that, I think. Yeah. Group of students who don't actually have breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even need to say that The breakfast club? Yeah. Uh, The Nazis threaten world domination, so the U.S. sends one man with a whip. (laughs) Indiana Jones. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I like me some Indiana Jones. Yeah. And that was it. Those were mine. I was horrible. (laughs) Horrible. (laughs) That's okay. Oh, it's my turn. It's your turn. Okay. I did people describe hearing inexplicable voices. Mm. Didn't experience this firsthand, but I overheard some of it on the phone. My sister was visiting my parents home from college for the weekend. I live in my own place the next town over. I called her about something and she was clearly very upset. She told me she was home alone and something was happening. And I asked her if there was someone in the house, an intruder. She told me there were animalistic growling noises coming from the corner and my mom's dog was going nuts on the noise. I could hear him in the background. She said the hallway lights were flashing on and off. I told her to get her jacket and calmly calmly walk out of the house, taking the dog with her if she could, that I would be by soon to pick her up. She went outside and brought the dog with her. Her friend was even closer than I was, so she picked my sister up and they hung out at her friend's house for a while. About 20 minutes after that, my brother, who also lived nearby, stopped by the house to return some tools he'd borrowed from my dad. He went inside because he saw the lights going on and off, and he's an electrician. Once he was inside, they stopped. He kept hearing someone walking around in the other room, but when he'd go in there, no one was there, and when he called out, no one responded. He checked the whole house and then also heard animal growling noises from the same corner as my sister. This is an outside wall corner with windows, not enough space for a raccoon or something to be trapped inside the wall. My brother felt really unnerved and left. What? Ew, what? I don't know. Is it like a portal in that corner that opened to some animal planet? I don't know. That's weird. That's very weird. And the lights? What is that? And they stopped right when I... What? 
And it's like they didn't say anything like their house was haunted. Yeah, and well, like, that's what I was wondering the whole time you were reading that. Like, is that the only time that happened? Like, it sounds like it. That is weird. That's like a literally like a portal opening up mm-hmm. one time and like animal growls. <laughs> that's so weird. It's very strange. Crazy. I had an experience at, a, at an abandoned jail. I was with my brother, who was a teenager, and my boyfriend at the time. I was crouching to take a photo of my brother a couple of feet away, and my brother is facing the door to an open room when he says, Oh, this is a nice handle, and begins to reach for the door handle when one of the harshest voices I've ever heard whispers, Mine! And the door slammed in his face. I stood up. We all stared at each other for a split second, and all of us ran. I still do not believe in paranormal things. What? But they both confirmed what I heard before the door slammed. It was bizarre and terrifying. I hate it when people do that. I know. And they do it all the time. I know. Oh, I don't believe this stuff, but this weird thing happened that I can't explain. (laughs) I heard what I thought was my brother singing. We had a piano in our basement as teenagers. And in the early morning or late at night, he spent quite a bit of time on it playing music. I should note we lived in an old house and sound, sound traveled relatively well. So even when he was being quiet, you could hear him all the way up on the top floor. One morning around 8 a.m., I woke up and went about getting ready for the day. My brother was singing in the basement, being loud and obnoxious. <laughs> His voice is very distinct. And I remember walking out of the bathroom, leaning over the top of the stairwell and shouting down for him to shut up. He kept going, so I shouted louder. But then I remembered my brother wasn't home that day. He left earlier that morning with my parents. The singing stopped. I went downstairs to find the basement dark. I was alone in the house. What? Oh, I just got chills. (laughs) That is creepy. (laughs) You just hush. Hush. (laughs) When I was about 12, my family lived in my great-grandmother's house. She had died in that house before my sister and I were born, but we knew... We knew that it was her home we were staying in. I'm sitting in the front room as my sister walks towards the front door, and she suddenly stops and turns to me. What did you say? She asked. I hadn't said anything. I was sitting quietly with headphones on. We're looking at each other, confused, and suddenly a car spins out in the street in front of our house. The driver regains control and takes off at high speed again. My sister was about to walk to her friend's house and might have crossed paths with that car if she'd left the house. We're both startled, and my sister tells me that a stern voice that sounded like Mom told her to shut that door. Oh, God. Mom was in her bedroom, but when we asked her, she hadn't said anything or left her room. Oh, my gosh. I just got chills. (laughs) That is creepy. So we had just moved in about two days previously. We were surrounded by boxes, and I was in my room trying to organize my things. Now, this part is a bit hard to explain, so bear with me. One wall of my room, which separates it from the hallway, is made out of wood. There is a window in it, and also a small square has been cut away near the ceiling. There's also a long slit that runs the length of the wall from the square down to the floor, enabling me to see through it to some extent. This part overlooks the stairs. My bed is right beside this part of the wall and was where I was sitting the day this incident occurred. I have no idea why the gaps are there. I'm guessing there was some purpose for this once upon a time, but who knows what it was now. So with such thin walls and so many gaps in said walls, the sound travels pretty easily in this house. I can literally hear everything going on downstairs, and we can even converse with each other through the floorboards without having to go upstairs or shout at them. On this day, I heard my mom walk down the down the hallway which runs the length of my room and go down the stairs she walked through the living room and into the kitchen through a door which is directly opposite the foot of the stairs shortly after she entered the kitchen i heard what sounded like my own voice shouting oh what from the living room directly underneath where i was sitting now this kind of thing happens to me very fairly frequently i hear a voice often a voice that sounds like someone i know like my mom or another relative speak or shout something but it's so brief that i ignore it and assume that it's just my mind playing tricks on me but this time was different because a few seconds later my mom was calling up the stairs did you just call for me 
Hoping I'd been mistaken, I replied, No, wasn't that you? She said, No, it wasn't her, and asked if it was me once again. I said, No, it wasn't. I hadn't said anything. I was too focused on what I was doing. We were both pretty spooked. My mom and I don't sound alike, really, aside from a few verbal man mannerisms I've picked up. Our voices sound pretty different. I asked her what she heard, and she said she also, she'd also heard someone shout, Oh, what? in exactly the same tone of voice I had heard. I was even more freaked out, and the hair on my neck was standing on end, especially since it sounded so much like my own voice, and yet there was no way it could have been me. We were both the only ones in the house at the time, and our TV wasn't even set up yet, so it wasn't that. Oh my gosh. Wouldn't that be weird to hear your, hear own, your voice? own voice? Yeah. I, oh my gosh, that's creepy. My old computer speakers are long, unshielded wires and would sometimes pick up what sounded like near, nearby CB radio from passing trucks. It was unnerving because in the middle of the night, a garbled voice would speak out of nowhere, saying something random and then silence. Yeah. And it happened whether the computer was on or not, as long as the speakers were on. That would be creepy. Yeah. You'd be able to explain it, yeah. but still I, yeah. unnerving, like you said. A few years ago, I was hanging out with my friend, and we walked into my backyard because I was showing her something. My backyard is about two acres, and we walked almost to the property line. We came back, said our goodbyes, and she left. I was still sitting on my porch, and my husband comes outside looking extremely worried. I asked him what was wrong, and he asked, Why were you screaming? Help me. I said I wasn't. I was just sitting here on my phone. I don't know what he heard, but he swears it was me screaming for help. I didn't hear a thing. Oh, that my gosh. Screaming for help? Yeah. No. And mm. if it was that loud, she would have heard. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. My boyfriend lives in a huge plantation home on a 350-acre farm that's surrounded by other farms. Very historic, very beautiful, very creepy. Hmm. Animals won't come upstairs. His siblings, who also grew up in the house, won't stay the night. My boyfriend has specific rooms in the house he refuses to go in. Anyway, one night we were in bed, probably around 2 a.m. He was asleep. I was just about to fall asleep when I heard something outside. I brushed it off at first because the woods behind the house are full of coyotes, and I thought that was what I was hearing. The second time... Two to three seconds after the first, I heard it. I heard it. I completely woke up. It was definitely not coyotes. It was a woman outside calling for John. She sounded really distressed. I heard her call for John for another 10 to 15 seconds and it stopped. It was such an eerie experience. Her voice was clear as day and, and I was wide awake after I heard her the first time. I mentioned something to my boyfriend about it the next morning. He said that was a new one. Then one morning, exactly a month later, he asked what name I heard a woman yelling outside. I told him John, and he said he heard the same thing the night before. We set a reminder to wait up in the next month, but nothing happened. I was born with a cleft lip and palate among a bloody long list of disabilities. This meant I had to undergo a number of facial surgeries to repair the condition. One of these surgeries had a surprise side effect of causing me to randomly stop breathing. Oh, shit. This was discovered when I stopped breathing in my car seat while my parents, stepbro, and I were stuck in rush hour traffic. My mom heard a male voice that wasn't my dad speak clearly in her right ear to check the baby. She turned and found me blue and ragdoll in my car seat. No one else in the car heard the voice. Cue my mom performing CPR on me while my dad drove like a maniac to the nearest hospital. He went the wrong way around a roundabout and passed through a gap between a pedestrian subway entrance and a building at 30-ish miles per hour oh that when he went back the next day to look at it, it was so narrow it wasn't possible to get the car through at any speed. Huh. Obviously, I sur survived and went on to have a small number of episodes until the doctors performed another surgery that fixed the problem. Whoa, someone wanted him alive. Yeah. Our son was about a week old, and I had gotten up in the middle of the night to feed him. Formula. I'm the devil, I know. <laughs> so my wife could sleep. He wasn't settling down, so I brought him in the bed with us to let him sleep on my chest. 
I nodded off after a bit, and all of a sudden, it felt like a, a cacophony of women's voices screamed at me, You're killing him! Oh, God. I woke with my heart beating like crazy, trying to figure out who was yelling at me. Then I realized my son had rolled off and fell in between me and my wife, face down between the pillows. Had I stayed asleep, death was a high probability for the little guy as he was all swaddled and couldn't move. Oh, my gosh. Ooh, I got major chills yeah, on that, that one. Yeah, that is crazy. One night, I woke up in the middle of the night, and I was laying on my back in bed. After staring at the ceiling for a moment, I heard a whisper in my ear that cut through the silence like a knife. It sounded like someone's lips were right next to my ear. A woman's quivering voice pleaded, help me, he's going to kill me. Oh, God, help me. Oh, my God. And then nothing. I got the fuck up, turned on all the lights, looked under my bed and in my closet and found nothing. I don't believe in ghosts or spirits, so it must have been my own mind fucking with me or something. But that was terrifying. Holy shit, that is creepy. Yes, it is. Anything whispering in your ear when there's nothing there. Especially if you feel, like, because you can feel. Yeah, yeah. If it's, like, right next to your ear. Oh, my gosh, that is too scary. One day, I was in the kitchen with my husband making sandwiches. This was around 2004. The home was originally built in 1969. As I was standing there with the refrigerator door open, kind of leaning down, I heard a voice in my right ear, just as clear as day, say in a whispered voice, Shh, be quiet. I don't want anyone to know we're here. I knew it wasn't my husband as he was standing off to my left making his sandwich, but I still asked him if he had just said something to me. He didn't and stated and stated didn't hear anything himself. My sister and I both think maybe I tapped into some spirits just passing through. Who knows? I wasn't scared at the time. I was more perplexed and curious as to what it could have been. Yeah, well, I mean, I wonder if that happens because that's what happened with our Jacob. Yeah. Like they maybe they just pass through sometimes yeah. and who knows? Creepy. And obviously, walls aren't going to stop them, so they just yeah. go. Yeah. I mean, they could they could be anywhere. Anything could be anywhere. Yeah. yeah. We have no clue what's happening. <laughs> no. no idea. <laughs> I remember once when I was about eight living at home. I was the last one awake and was about to go to bed, so I went to find the cat. I said to myself aloud something like, hmm, where's the cat? And a female voice said, at the door. Oh. Pulled the curtain back and opened the door to the cat sitting there waiting. Didn't think much of it until I got in bed when I remembered that no one else was awake. <laughs> That's a helpful voice. Yes. <laughs> it happened to me twice, both times while living at my dad's house. First time I was probably 14 or 15 years old. I'm in my old upstairs bedroom. I moved into my older sister's room in the basement when she left after high school. I'm standing in the empty room, no one else is home, and as if its mouth was an inch from my ear, I heard a child's voice whisper my name clear as day. The second time, I was 17 or 18, I was in bed taking a midday nap and just put my head down, still fully awake, but closed my eyes and it happened again. An inch from my ear, a child's voice whispered my name. I never felt threatened or frightened, just alarmed and kind of brushed it off my shoulder. Hmm. That's weird. Yeah. So this happened to me about an hour ago. I just got home from school and my mom texted me that she took my little brother to my twins baseball game. She said she wouldn't be home until at least eight. I texted her okay, then went to the bathroom. I was the only one home. As I was in the bathroom, I very clearly heard my mom call out to me from downstairs. She yelled, cars? which is sort of a nickname my parents call me sometimes because my name is Carson. Mm -hmm. It's not pronounced like the plural of cars, the vehicle. It's pronounced like you're just cutting off the, the on part of Carson. So cars. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I left the bathroom and yelled down, yeah, because it seemed like she had maybe come home to stop by really quickly and tell me something. She had said when she texted me that she had just pulled away from the house, so it was plausible that she could have returned to the house to stop by because I told her that I had just gotten home. I got no reply. I thought I heard some rustling around going on downstairs, as if someone had just gotten home and was setting keys on tables and bags down or something. 
So I yelled again, still no answer. At this point, I started to get a bit scared. I thought there could be an intruder or even one of those voice-mimicking demons I've heard about. (laughs) After waiting a little bit, I didn't hear anything else, so I grabbed a wooden baseball bat and quietly went downstairs. All of the doors were locked, and I was the only one in the house. What was this? I, clear as daylight, heard my mom call my name. What is that? I don't know. That is fucking crazy. And the fact that, like, he answered? Yeah. Like... He, he had to have heard something. It's so weird. It is weird. And it happens so much. I know. What is that? I'm a nursing assistant who works on knock shift. Was that nocturnal? Probably. In a nursing center. I take care of the elderly who are injured, sick, or progressively dying. We have one lady, I'll call her L, that talks to spirits, so they say. Elle talks to several people and stays up all night having conversations with them. There's a lady in white, a small child, and also a man in a hat. She told me that he is tall, wears a suit, and has a hat. She talks to him pretty often. One night, I was watching over the hall she is in, and I hear a deep man's voice talking. So I naturally think it's the room next to her or across from her. Both have male residents who have low speaking voices. So I check on both rooms and find that they are fast asleep. I keep hearing the voice, and I also hear Elle talking, too. I notice that she's not just talking, she's responding to the man's voice. I slowly walk into her room, trying to see if I could sneak a peek at the man in the hat, but the voice stops as I walk in. She continues responding, though. We've also had one other resident mention the man in a hat. Oh, weird. This past year, went to bed on a normal night, and in mid-dream, everything stops and a voice says, the fire alarm is about to go off. I wake up about five minutes later when the fire alarm starts in our building. I asked my roommates the next day if anyone said that, and I just happened to hear it, but they said the alarm went off around 4 a.m., and they were all sleeping before it going off. Plus, none of us knew they were testing the alarm beforehand. Felt strange and a little, little weirded out after. Why would they test an alarm at that time? Why would they test an alarm at 4 a.m.? That is rude. Yes, it's very rude. <laughs> Who the fuck is up at that time? Nobody. Except maybe the guy testing the alarms. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> this happened to my parents. We were at home and it was nighttime, so my brothers and I had already gone to sleep. My parents had apparently decided to rent a movie and watch it while we while we had been asleep. While they had been watching the movie, suddenly the volume turned up to full when neither of them had the remote. They grabbed the remote to try and turn it down to no avail. This was considering we had stereo sound speakers connected for, you know, a better experience. As they were trying to turn it down, a booming deep laughter came from the speakers. Oh my god. The scene did not have anyone laughing. Apparently, the voice just laughed diabolically for what seemed to them a minute, and then without warning, the volume went all the way down and the laughing stopped. What? Oh, apparently that night, my mom unplugged the speakers and stored them away in a storage room in the back. My brothers and I didn't notice them gone since we had only had them a couple of days until we were in our current home when we were barely moving in. We found the speakers in some box and asked my mom how come we never use these for TV and stuff. She then told us the story I just recounted and explained to us how she thought it was maybe the speakers being haunted by some demon. (laughs) It kind of freaked my brothers and me out, but we now use them all the time with no problem, at least not yet. Oh my gosh, that's scary. That is scary. I don't know what I would... I would hide the... I would hide them too. I would too. Throw them in the middle of the street. Yeah. You're like, fuck this. (laughs) I was trying to fall asleep. Who knows, I might have been half asleep at the time, but I remember thinking I was fully awake. And all of a sudden, I just heard a civil war battle raging on my left. Men shouting, metal clanging, cannon and musket fire, the works. And it startled me so badly, but when I jumped, it stopped. My house is in an area that has a ton of Civil War history, so I can't rule out the possibility it was a sort of echo 150 years later. But it's really plausible I was just half asleep and imagined it. It's crazy, but why would your why would why your would brain you imagine do that? a battle? Yeah, that's crazy. 
Not sure if this is considered paranormal, but when I get fevers as a child, I would always, in my fugue, is that right? Mm -hmm. And pain-infused state, hear a man counting in a very deep voice. He would count from one and up. As the numbers get larger, the voice gets louder and more intense. It started to get less frequent as I grew older, and now I did not experience it anymore. I brushed it aside as a recurring nightmare until only recently. I've learned that my sister would experience the exact thing when she was younger as well. Weird. That is weird. Oh. It's not the scariest thing, but it does send shivers down my spine trying to comprehend this. And that's all I've got. Weird. Yeah. What? That seems to be like maybe a family member? I don't know. Why would they be counting? I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe it's like try and calm them down or focus on something else. Maybe. Or... Yeah. Weird. All right. This week I did some creepy encounters with strangers. Okay. And I really don't know if I've done these before. Okay. So. First one, when my son was a baby, a guy leaned in and whispered, I can smell your milk. Yeah. That's gross. I know. Next one. I worked the PM shift and get done around midnight. Was walking into the grocery store when a man from across the parking lot started catcalling. I can deal as a woman. I'm used to it. But he started walking quickly towards me. And I, and I got a little nervous. It's midnight, it's dark, I'm on edge, and he starts commenting on my hair. It was dyed green at the time, saying he likes my scrubs and asking if I have a boyfriend. I politely rebuff him and go into the store. I come, in about, I come out about 15 minutes later and he's still there, standing in the row about 20 feet from my car. He starts up the same stuff. I'm trying to smile and laugh it off, even though I'm pretty sure he's going to murder me at this point. I get to my door and he says... Hey, Lee. I slowly turn around and he walks up to me and says in a very sinister voice, Yeah, I know you. I asked him how he knew my name and he said, Oh, don't worry about it. I was frozen and about to push the panic button on my car alarm when his mood suddenly goes from crazy serial killer rapist to goofy best friend. He lightly pats me on the arm and says, Haha, don't worry, use good peoples. Then he proceeds to ask me if I have any cocaine, which I did not. He got into a car and drove away. Weird. That guy was on drugs. He was. And how do you know her name? That, yeah, I don't know. Creepy. Okay, next one. I left a party and some guy asked me for a ride. Chose to sit behind me rather than in the front with me. Weird, right? So I'm driving him to Macaws. And he's sitting behind me chatting away and tells me he's due to go to court and will probably go to jail for grievous, bottle, grievous bodily harm and car theft. My, I might add, I'm 5'5", 20-something-year-old female, and this bloke is telling me this shit, and I'm freaking out. So he asked me if he's, so I ask him if he's going to hurt me, because fuck it, I might as well ask. He says no, but asks me to pull over and stand next to my car so he can take a photo of me and my car. Still not sure why. I pull over on the side of the road, let him get out, and quickly drove off. <laughs> That's what I was getting ready to say. <laughs> Never saw him again, didn't get murdered, and my car wasn't stolen. So shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good thinking. Yeah. Shouldn't have been in your car in the first place. Uh, yeah. But. Uh, okay, next one. One time I was driving down a dirt road deep in southern Alberta while on a fishing trip. It was about 4 a.m. and the northern lights were going crazy, so I parked at a hilltop and was watching from inside my truck. It was about 50 kilometers from any reasonably sized town, but here comes a man walking out of the forest in front of me wearing a fucking suit carrying a duffel bag. He walks mm. up to my truck. I roll down the window. I ask him if he's all right, and he says yes. He, then he speaks in a sentence that I will remember for the rest of my days. He asked, do you want an Oreo? I said yes, and he, <laughs> the man pulled out a fresh pack of Oreo double stuffs from his bag, gives me exactly one cookie, then walks back from the same direction from which he came. Who this man was and what he was doing is the subject of many long nights. That is so weird. What the fuck? 
in a suit? Why would you take anything to eat from a stranger? I bet he was just like wanting to know what his next move was. Like, does he really have Oreos? (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) Creepily hilarious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, definitely creepily hilarious. I like it. Okay, next one. I grew up in a small town and lived out in the country. My mom and I were coming home from Walmart really late one night and decided to take a back way home. I still had my learner's permit, so I wasn't going to take the road. So I wanted to take a road with less traffic. Anyone who has ever lived or been in the country knows how creepy these roads can be at night. I was going around a curve right before a one lane bridge, so I slowed down in case I had to stop. Out of nowhere, this woman jumps out in front of me to the driver's side of my car and starts pounding on the hood of the car. Her mouth was moving, but I couldn't make out what she was saying. My mom started freaking out and told me to stop and oh, told me not to stop and just keep driving. I kept going and we both looked back to see where she was and no one was there. To this day, my mom and I still remember it clearly. Turns out there's apparently a legend about a woman who died around that bridge and supposedly can be seen sometimes late at night. I get goosebumps to this day just thinking about it. Oh, my gosh. Holy shit, I got chills. That's yes, crazy. that. Oh. And just learning how to drive. Oh, and my someone gosh. coming out and doing that. That would probably scare you not to drive anymore. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Woo. Okay, next one. When I was a freshman in university, I lived in the dorm, which closed for the winter holidays. It was a seven and a half hour train ride to get to home, get to home from university. I mixed up the week school started up again and wound up arriving a week early, which was bad news because, because the dorms were still closed. I bought a return ticket home on the next train, which wouldn't arrive until 7 a.m. And it was about 1 a.m. when I arrived in town. Seeing as I wasn't comfortable sleeping in a sketchy Amtrak station, I stayed up till the morning train. This lack of sleep is primarily what makes me doubt the following events even happened. The train that arrived was packed. I sat in a window seat and a very presentable looking guy sat in an aisle seat next to me. He started up a conversation about university, the holidays, etc. and seemed normal enough. However, I started getting some red flags. Whenever I would mention something in the conversation, he would coincidentally have a similar experience. I knew I was tired, though, so maybe I was just imagining things. I was getting vibes, though, that this guy might be very a very convincing liar. So next, I go to pull a snack out of my backpack, and the motherfucker reaches over and starts pulling snacks out of my pack and helping himself. He says he never had these before and just had to have one. Whatever, have one and just leave me alone. Wrong. He pulled a can of soda out, chugged it, and proceeded to bite into the can. Like a damn goat. I was sitting next to a goat boy. I pulled out my cell phone to text my then boyfriend, and he takes my phone from my hands and says he's going to tell my boyfriend that I'm now taken. I take my phone back before he could do anything and tell him to fuck off. He starts asking me questions about my sex life and about how he's always been able to make a woman squirt. I'm so tired at this point that I just don't have the energy to deal with this lunatic. I was planning on flagging an attendant or someone down to switch seats when he pulls up his shirt and shows me a scar on his back that said a girl's name. He said his ex scratched her name into his back when they broke up and in in retaliation, he went and stabbed her next boyfriend with a knife. Before I could process what the fuck he just said, a girl sitting in the aisle across from us asked him about the stabbing. Turns out that she had also stabbed an ex before, and they got to talking about it. Oh my gosh. This was all too much, so I took my carry-on, pushed my way out of the seat, and hid the remainder of the trip in a bathroom stall. When I came back to the seat at the end of the ride to get my overhead luggage, he would not stop asking me for my phone number. I was worried he was going to follow me off the train, so I stuck around in the crowded train station until I got a ride home. I could not make this stuff up. It was the creepiest slash weirdest experience that I still doubt to this day. That's weird. And this girl also happened to stab an ex? What the fuck? He needs to move. 
Not, or she needs to move. Yeah. For sure. Get out of that city. Crazy. Okay, next one. I was talking, uh, taking a bus one night, and a creepy guy sitting a couple of seats over from me said, you ever seen a dead body? I replied that I hadn't, and he goes on, well, I have. I was the caretaker for this old lady, and she was living in a house for free, but then one day she just up and died on her couch. At this point, he starts getting more agitated, and in an increasingly nervous tone, he continues... The police thought I had something to do with her death, but I didn't. I didn't murder that old lady. She was old. It was at this point that I was considering jumping off the bus at a random stop and just running home. But then my morbidly, ob morbidly obese, holy sweatpants wearing bus buddy, who was always riding the same bus route as I and liked to talk to me about his hobby of listening to director's commentaries, got on the bus. The creepy guy shouts to him, hey, how's it going? I was just telling this guy about the old lady who died. Bus buddy replies, stop talking to people about that. It's weird. <laughs> Turns out the creepy guy was friends with him and the creepy guy was traumatized by the experience, but too socially awkward to properly re relate it to others. Oh, that's kind of sad. I know. That's creepy, though. Next one, when I was 10 years old, I had a really freaky thing happen at my house. I woke up in the middle of the night really thirsty. It was around 1 in the morning, and the entire house was dark. I got out of bed and went downstairs to get a drink. Conveniently, my mom had just gotten up to do the same thing. We head downstairs to the kitchen for some water. Right when we get in the kitchen, a random car pulls into our driveway, and a man got out. My mom and I are standing in the kitchen watching him very aggressively start coming toward our door. He was wearing a hoodie and black gloves, a really big burly dude. Right before he reached the door, my mom flipped on the light. Since the entire house was dark, he couldn't see us, but we could see him. The instant the light flipped on, he stopped, looked right at us, ran back to his car, and hauled ass out of our driveway down the road. Never saw the guy again. I don't know if he was trying to break in or what he was planning to do, but I had nightmares about it for weeks. Scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah. Next one, a guy once said to me, wow, your hair grows really fast. I replied, no, not really. He replies, no, it does. I've been watching it. <laughs> That's <a> weirdo. <laughs> Next one, Uber driver told me, isn't it scary that your life is in my hands? Oh, my God. See, that's why I, I know driving no. by myself. No. Next one, I was in an elevator with a guy and I was having polite elevator conversation with him until he interrupts my sentence with, I want to come on the left side of your face. Oh my God. What the hell is wrong with people? Oh my God. And you're stuck in an elevator. Yeah, it's like you can't even walk away. Oh my God. Oh my God. Next one. I was walking along the footpath and another pedestrian, a larger lad, was walking toward me. I made eye contact and gave a tiny smile. He looked grim, but not dangerous. The second I passed him, he simply said goodbye. I walked a little faster and was only brave enough to look back after about 30 steps. Where did me out for the rest of the day? <laughs> Next one, I was walking with a friend in Fred Meyer. It's classier than Walmart, my friend says. And we were being nostalgic about things when we were little and how we would collect random things. My friend was talking about Hot Wheels, and I said I used to collect action figures when I was little. And this guy walks past us, looks into my eyes, and says, those are downstairs. And gives me a smile while gesturing, gesturing toward his testicular area. I'm 14. This was two days ago. Ugh. Disgusting. People are gross. No. It's dudes, mostly. No offense, dudes. But. <laughs> Next one. A few years ago, my wife and I went to a haunted corn maze a couple of days before Halloween. We'd been drinking a little bit, so we managed to get lost as fuck inside. We had wandered around for about 20 minutes when this weird-looking guy starts following us around. We made a turn and ended up at a dead end. When we turned around to find another way, the guy was right behind us. Really calmly, he looked at both of us and said, some psycho could come in here and kill people. Everyone would just think it's part of the show. 
scared the shit out of us. I have no idea if that guy worked for the maze or not, but we got the fuck out of there by cheating and walking through the walls of the maze. Fuck this shit. Yeah. Okay, and this is my last one. It was a hot summer night in 2004. I was 16 and thought I was in love. On this particular night, I was too angst-filled to sleep, so I climbed out of my window to have a walk around the neighborhood. After a few hours, I decided it was time to head home and turned around. I remember looking down at my feet for a minute or two, and then after looking up, I froze. Standing in front of me in the center of the road was a tall figure in a black hooded robe. The person had the hood up with their back to the light and head slightly lowered so that the hood cast shadow over their face. In the figure's right hand was a large staff or walking stick of some sort. Clearly, whoever this was was making an effort to be intimidating. At three in the morning on a mostly dark, empty street, it worked. I was scared. I stood there for what seemed like a long time, wondering if I was about to get beaten or robbed. I decided to run and was getting ready to make my escape when he spoke. Stop. What are you doing? He asked. Wait, what? Who are you? I asked, confused that the guy in the black robe thought that I was the one up to something shady. He responded by telling me that he was the protector of the neighborhood and he was there to stop crime. I didn't feel quite scared any, quite so scared anymore. Oh, well, I'm not doing any crime, man. I'm just trying to clear my head, I told him. Good, he responded. He walked forward and pulled his hood down. I instantly recognized him as a guy who had gone to my school and graduated the year before. I had never spoken to him before then, but I knew of him as one of the two guys that were called the twins. They both looked and dressed the same every day, although they weren't related. Shoulder-length red hair worn in a braid, plain black t-shirt tucked into plain black jeans with a black braided belt and a black trench coat. Also some black fingerless gloves and sunglasses. I saw them most every day and never without their uniform. They stood out even among the goth or emo kids and as far as I could tell didn't hang out with anyone but each other. They also acted with a weird dramatic flair. I once saw one of them get off his bike, grab his water bottle, black, get down on one knee and then hold it about a foot away from his face and most of it splashed out of, splashed into his mouth. <laughs> that night on the street though, after I realized I wasn't after he realized I wasn't a supervillain and I realized he wasn't going to beat me up, we actually had a nice talk. He asked me what was on my mind and I told him about a girl my girl troubles while he offered bad advice. I told him to keep protecting the neighborhood when we parted ways and I suppose he took that to heart. I told a friend about it the next day and he had a similar late night run in with the guy. Apparently, my friend went to the store around midnight to grab some cake mix and saw the guy dressed in a full suit of samurai armor, swords and all, looking at wrestling magazines. (laughs) It's been a long time, but the last I heard, he was arrested for peeking in some woman's window late one night. Keep on protecting us, buddy. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, those just sound like outcasts. A yes, bit. major, majorly. <laughs> those are mine for the week. All right, it's time for the witty wrap up. Yay, witty wrap up! I just did tweets like normal. Okay. Okay. When my husband makes me mad, I'll send him to the store for something that doesn't exist. Oh my God, that's brilliant. I love it. It's 97 degrees and my wife left the house carrying a hoodie, just in case. <laughs> hey, that reminded me of mommy. Well, you never, people have their air up really high That's sometimes. True. I'm cold all the time. I would do that like when, you know, we used to go to the movies because mm-hmm. the movies are always cold. Yeah, you have to take a jacket in the movies. Me following my husband from room to room, telling him everything I've just learned about penguins. That's so nice. <laughs> My husband is having craft night with my mother in a few hours, and when I asked if I could come, he paused and then said gently, we'd really rather you didn't. Oh, my God. (laughs) What? I would not have that. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> my wife has made it very clear that I have no say in home decor and yet pauses Netflix every five minutes for my opinion on throw pillows. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> 60% of married life is waiting for your seated spouse to stand up so you can remain seated and get whatever you need now delivered to you. Fuck yeah. I do that all the time. <laughs> I'll just hold this plate until he gets up and realizes that he needs to take it. Yes. <laughs> Apparently being married is just saying the same thing over and over just for your spouse to say, you never told me that. <laughs> Even though it's been said verbally and is documented in written form. Love that journey for me. <laughs> My wife asked me not to forget something, and I said, okay, and we both just laughed and laughed. <laughs> <laughs> My husband and I made a deal that whoever gets out of bed first makes the coffee. I've been in bed with my eyes closed for two months. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I tell a story where I have to quote my husband, I always make him sound like a complete Neanderthal <laughs> doofus, and he sounds nothing like that, and yet I can't stop myself. Oh my god, I do that too. <laughs> <laughs> I keep my marriage fresh by unveiling a new personality every few years. Hey, that's a good idea. Yeah. Keep things <laughs> interesting. Yeah. We have been married for 11 years, and just now my husband thinks he's going to strike up a conversation with me about pro basketball. I'm not sure what I did to deserve this, honest, <laughs> honestly. Her, do that thing I like. Me, leaves the house and takes the kids with me. Aw, yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> my husband just turned our bedroom TV. Oh, sorry. My husband just turned on our bedroom TV and said, let's watch a show. And I said, you're insane. It's 10.55 p.m. We have to work in the morning. Nonsense. He didn't answer. He didn't answer because he's literally asleep <laughs> with the remote in his hand. I cannot with this man. <laughs> that, that happens to me like... It, do, it doesn't matter. He falls asleep in two seconds. I, and people that always, do that, I just don't... I don't get... But he bitches when I put on the TV. I'm like, why do you care? You're going to be in sleep, asleep in two seconds. But he's still, it has to be something he wants to watch too. Oh. Whatever. Well, you just wait for two seconds. Oh, yeah, I and do. And you change yeah, it. Yeah, I totally do. But it's just so dumb. Yeah, it is. Me talking to my husband. You need to learn to listen better. Also me. I'm sorry. What did you say? I wasn't listening. <laughs> Of course I like Ikea. It combines all my favorite things. Home decor, making my husband do projects that make him miserable, meatballs. <laughs> it is great. Yes. <laughs> my husband just used our personal lube to keep a door from squeaking in case you're wondering about new ways to spice up your marriage. <laughs> oh, that's sad. <laughs> and that's all I got. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Send in your stories. We need them. You might be hearing stories you've already heard before. So send in your stories. Ghoulsnightoutpodcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook. Request to join the group. Uh, rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen. Happy Fourth of July, Americans. And we will talk to you next week. Later. Bye.